Hey, hey, hey. Friday vibes, hey, right? Hey, big Friday vibes. Shout out to DJ Hectic. That's that Rumble Pack. It's out right now. Oh, That's Rumble a pack, pack for sure. Scratched out Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Rhythm of life. <laughs> this guy's about that nostalgia pack, man. Hectic. It's Rumble hectic. Pack. That brings you back to the N64. It is. Man. That's what the cover That's is. The is. cover is a, is a Rumble Pack. It's a Rumble Pack. R-M-B-L. P-A-K wow. Rumble Pack Takes me back to the days When I couldn't spell too <laughs> I miss my N64 man Yo, Shout out to DJ Hectic Check that album It's on N64. the Scratched Out Entertainment greatest, website Greatest console of all time man Yeah I, I unfortunately did not have an N64 Wow You're flop <laughs> But I hear I hear I hear I hear about it I know about it I know I missed the legacy You know what's crazy I actually seen something recently On Instagram And yeah. it blew my mind I wish I had this as a kid So it's like This new Mario Kart It's called Mario Kart Home Circuit Okay And it's with a Nintendo Switch Yeah But it, they actually saw your remote control car with the the video game okay so it simulates uh it's like a virtual reality so you see your uh your car driving on your house on your nintendo switch screen yeah and they simulate like your house becomes a track your house becomes a track <laughs> literally <laughs> that's what it is seriously your yeah. house is the rainbow track you, you know? pick up the pick up the boxes the items and everything and like yeah. you know how we used to chase our, our race cars around the house yeah, like yeah, our yeah. remote control cars yeah, so yeah, we don't yeah. crash into it yeah, nah, bro, yeah. you just sit in one spot and chase it has everything switch. man sensors it can detect things in the yeah, room crazy. like it's crazy yo man technology's on a wave but yo, boys, guess what? Guess what? We are back. We are back. And yeah, we got a third voice back. In I the am building. back. That's right, man. <laughs> Episode 15. Yeah, man's on vacay. Vacay was nice, too. Can't oh, lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 were, uh, we barely survived <laughs> with you not here. You guys yeah. survived. It's fine, man. We're good. We're good. We survived. The trio's we back, though. Here. But we're back. We're back. That's in right. action. Mm-hmm. Episode, episode number 15. That's right. The after Hours show mm-hmm. on 102.7 right, East right. FM. 3D sound in the building. Yeah, yeah. This is Matt. This is Cypher. And it's your boy Prodigy, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on? Hey, what is going on? It's a great day. Weather's getting chillier. It's scary season. Halloween is upon us. Mm-hmm. Scary do, season, do, do, eh? Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was that? Yeah, you know what that is? That's how, know, that's how you know you're nah, young, young, young I know you're trying to do that like goosebump little sound nah, effect. Get out of here. Get out of here. Then why'd you ask pitch, what that was? The pitch wasn't right. <laughs> nah, that was perfect. <laughs> What'd you think about that? Yeah, it was pretty good still. I, if, if you were able to detect what it was, it's good. It's good enough. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The main, right, man man. Has, main man has spoken, you know? <laughs> Enough of y'all nonsense. We got a jam-packed show for y'all tonight. Ah, uh, yes. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. In the last couple of shows, you've been hearing us talk about a couple of issues that have been going on in the community given the COVID-19 situation, especially students who have been impacted by the predicament and uh, having access to certain you know services that be able to continue their learning experience. So we brought in a specialist to be able to tell us a little bit more about it and to talk to us a little bit more about it. This is Yalani Rajakulasingham. Representing Ward 21, and she's a TDSB trustee for Scarborough North. Yalni, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're good. How's things, Yalni? How 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 you holding up? You surviving? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it, I think it's nothing about us. It's more about the folks that are around us in our community mm-hmm. and, and the folks that we serve. I think it's it's more about how we can further support them, especially at a time uh, where where so many people are going through such hardships at this time. Absolutely, it's a, it's definitely a very unprecedented unexpected times everything is brand new right i, I can i can't even imagine like no one could have been prepared yeah, for this right the, yeah even with your role right like you're a school board trustee do you want to maybe tell those of us who do not know or the audience what your role entails and what it is that you do for sure i think a trustee i think is something that i even recently uh, only a few years before i started running started hearing about often um as many of us have come to toronto as refugees as canada to refugees uh, I think it's something that we weren't really aware of. Like when I asked my parents, you know, how come you never approached your trustee when we were in school? Uh, just because they didn't know who or what a trustee was. So a trustee is basically um, your voice um, at the school board. 
Um, as you know, Ontario has about 74 school boards and the Toronto District School Board is the largest school board. Um, it's one of the most diverse and covers a lot of different areas, including our own Scarborough. Um, and it's really interesting because there's kind of two things that we do. One is we work within our communities and see what the community needs. What are programming? What are resources? What are uh, what would be the community's preference when it comes to policies or changes at the board? And at the board, individually, trustees don't have uh, any power on their own. It's, uh, it's a collective thing. So there's 22 trustees for the TDSB, and collectively we decide and uh, on policies, as well as when um, the, it's time for to decide on the budget, we decide on the budget and see um, where uh, the funding we receive from the province is going to be allocated. Uh, so we work on um, based on guidelines that we get from the province, and and we are kind of a creature of the province in a sense where they give us a, they, they provide the guidelines, and we act it out for um, our students in Toronto. So safe to say is that you you're like essentially like a, the bridge between the board and the people. Exactly. So we would be the the the, the, the family's advocate, I guess, for what for what right. their needs are, and especially as as we're talking about COVID. The needs are very different. When you have, you know, a student in downtown Toronto versus a student in, in Scarborough, the needs are going to be very different. And uh, it's really important that the trustees are aware of what their community needs are in order to voice that at a time when things are changing so rapidly. So obviously things are changing rapidly and everything is new. So like, to tell us, like, what kind of challenges are, are, are we seeing or what, what you're seeing right now in the schools and what parents or like people are dealing with? Like, what, what, what's going on? Like, give us a little bit of an insight of what's happening. Well, it's, it's like you mentioned, right? Things are changing so rapidly. Uh, in the summer, we saw restrictions kind of lighten up, and then now we're heading back into partial lockdowns. And as we gear up for winter and flu season, I think folks or families are becoming very, very scared of what's going to happen next. How long is COVID going to go for? And how does, um, you know, how will transmission look like in months, in months to come? And just like that, we see so many different changes at the school level. Uh, in March, when our schools closed, I don't remember, at least you know, in my time as a student, I don't remember ever schools closing down for a period like that. And initially, when schools uh, were closed in March, uh, we didn't know how long it was going to go for. We assumed it was going to be a temporary solution, uh, a month or two, but turned out it was closed from March to June. And during that period, and I just want to go and give that kind of a, a background information, because that kind of sets the pace for where we are right now. So when March schools closed, the biggest question that parents had was, you know, why aren't we just switching into um, e-learning right away? The, the reason why we didn't switch to e-learning right away in March was because e-learning and remote learning are two different things. E-learning is when from start to beginning, a course is designed to take place online. The teachers are, are, are aware of how to teach online. Students are used to being in an online setting. What we had was all of a sudden we had to switch from in-person school to remote. So we had to get training for our teachers. Um, but what about devices? What about access? Not all of our students live, um, you know, in with at home with families. We have right. students in different housing needs, right? There's some in shelters and, and various types of housing situations. Absolutely. And, and not all of them are going to have access to Internet. So devices was definitely one of the issues that we had uh, last year and until June. And I think uh, bridging into June, I think when school closed, um, the province told us to create different plans for depending on what the situation was going to be in September. So from June to August, we were in a planning situation for 
our school is going to go back fully to full school? Is it going to be a hybrid or is it going to be fully remote? We weren't sure because it came down to what the situation looked like in September. And eventually uh, it was decided that school, that students would return to a full day. And uh, that's what happened in September. And right now we're dealing with a whole different set of um, issues right now at the board. Yeah, and I think you touched on a couple really key issues there, Yalini, especially in terms of the differences between students in, you know, the downtown Toronto core versus students that may be living in the Scarborough area. Um, and, and, and I think it really does come down to inequities and being able to access certain services versus others, right? Whether that be a device mm-hmm. or whether that be access to Internet. So with certain with the ministry announcing, you know, certain courses um, having to be mandatory online um and in that situation how do students get access if they have difficult situations right if they rely on having to go to school normally to access wi-fi to get access to their moodle portal or whatever the case may be being closed yeah like libraries being closed how are they getting around that currently right now or are they even able to get around that i i think what's something that's also really important to note is right before um last year before we went into um the closures there was a survey that went around to our high school students so at that point um, the the province was asking you know was going to make learning uh, e-learning mandatory and all of our high school students um, our teachers and parents the survey um, that tsb took it came back showing that they were not in favor of e-learning however now a lot of families are opting for that choice because of safety, right? They find that uh, in a time of a pandemic, that is a choice they have to make for their children. And devices and lack of devices, access to devices is definitely a big problem we have. Um, in March, what we had to do was we pulled a lot of the Chromebooks, um, the iPads that were in schools, and we, um, we sent them to families that were in need of them. We also got, um, we also got uh, Wi-Fi enabled uh, iPads from Rogers. There was a donation. So there were temporary solutions like that. Right now, the issue is, well, we have half our students in uh, in school learning and another half of school, uh, half of our students in remote learning. We need, again, more devices because students that are in, in school need devices while they're in school. But then all, also our remote learners need devices while they're at home. So there definitely is a need for devices. and. We found that there were some students that were sitting outside, this is last year, they were sitting outside their schools trying to access the Wi-Fi because they can have access to it. And mm-hmm. it, that shouldn't be the situation. Students sure. should be able to sit at home and have access to internet. So just adding on to that, uh, if I remember correctly, I was just reading an article a couple of days ago. From my understanding of how the uh, semester was supposed to roll out is that the students were given an option to choose online or in class, but then they had an option to switch uh, after a couple of months to see what mm-hmm. works better for them. But from my understanding, from uh, what the TDSB uh, at least said is that they don't have space to occupy any more online students anymore and they're now canceling these options to switch uh, your program of whatever you were if you were virtual you can't uh, switch to the in-class if you're in-class you can't switch to the virtual so I'm sure this is making your job a lot more difficult what, what do you have to say about this new change that just came out a couple of days ago it's definitely challenging if you again it comes back to the Toronto versus Scarborough layout. And I, and I say this because that does have an impact. Where you live does have an impact, impact on what you have access to and how, um, how you can study. Um, if you look at my ward, for example, uh, in Scarborough North, half of them are, are on remote learning while the other half is in person. And things keep changing. So while we were planning for this in the summer, we said that uh, we would have an option every have three options throughout the year for for families to switch between models, and that's because 
you know, it, it, we could assume at that point, this was during the summer, we could assume that a child could start off in remote, not like it. They don't see their friends. They miss, you know, being in a, in a school building. So they'd want to switch. So we want to provide the option of them to switch. Or maybe we have a student that's in person that maybe all of a sudden mom has to go back, mom has to go to work or some type of situation at home where the child needs to now stay home. So we needed to give students an opportunity to switch. However, right before school started, we found that once we announced the class sizes, because again, this kind of gets technical, but it's important. Um, we get all of our funding from the province and we needed additional funding to hire more teachers to create smaller class sizes. In classes that were 30 students last year, we can't have classrooms of 30 students. We need to have them in 20 or 15. So now we need almost two teachers in order to split a class uh, in, a, in a safe way. That's right. Mm. And we, we didn't have enough teachers to create smaller class sizes. And what happened was the classroom sizes were not as small as families felt safe enough. So within one week, so at one point we had 60,000 kids enrolled for virtual school. Once we announced the class sizes in one week, in the following week, that number went up to 74,000 kids. Wow. So the TDFB is the largest school board, but also now our virtual school is one of the largest school settings now as well, because it's so large. That's how many kids we have to take care of. And now that created its own issues. So last year when we had that remote learning, we found that there wasn't a lot of engagement for students. There was a lot of impact on their mental health. So it was really important that we create a virtual school that was more uh, more safe and engaging for our students. So we actually created a virtual school with its own principal, superintendent. So we have four elementary virtual schools and one high school secondary virtual school. And it had to get that technical in order to accommodate all these kids. But another issue that happened really recently is that first change that you mentioned. We were supposed to have our first change uh, two weeks ago. And we found that we had started elementary school, elementary virtual school. And four weeks in, we still had not, uh, we still did not have enough teachers for our students. So that means there were still kids in the system that did not have a teacher. So then when we are saying now, okay, well, you can now switch, what happened was, there was now more kids switching from in-person in school to virtual school. And it just kept adding to that stress because we couldn't even accommodate the students that we already kids. had in, yeah. in remote school. Mm -hmm. And now how can we, in, uh, how can we keep contributing to that? So that was one, one issue. Another issue that raised from that was when we need to create more classrooms to accommodate the growing number of virtual school students, we need teachers and we did not have enough teachers. We needed more support. So we started pulling from our physical school. So what happens then? In classrooms that have been happening now for four weeks, these kids now have to, we need to remove teachers and combine classes. So already, you know, for four weeks, these schools have a routine. How does, how does cohorting work? How does recess work? How does, you know, entering and exiting school work? How does COVID screening process work? These, these classrooms, these schools are in routine. And now when you pull teachers and vice principals, you're, kind of stressing out that routine. And our children are also going through already going through so much stress as is from last year and now this year that we decided we needed to take away that changing between models in order to bring some some stability, you know, like we couldn't keep changing that routine. So I think in, in extreme cases, we would ask that families approach their teacher and ask their principal and ask them if they can make a switch. 
and based on uh, availability and 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 uh, the wait list, they could be placed. But we can't have that formal change because we're just finding it's just really stressful on the system to be able to accommodate that large number of kids switching from in person to virtual. For sure. And just given that number, that large number of 74,000, it's already oh, astonishing God, as it is. Yeah. That's, that's insane that in one week, 14,000 additional would come through. I just want to get back to the point of inequity and how it's probably more of an issue now than ever uh, in the fact that you have such a large student base to cover. So when you have a large student base, like 74,000 students are online, how does um, you know uh, a trustee like yourself or other team members tr- actually pinpoint the communities that are hurt the most or the families that are hurt the most or the schools that are struggling the most in terms of access for devices or services, whatever it may be, and how do you prioritize them? So actually, the 74,000 has grown, and we're at now, uh, this week, 80,000 uh, kids in virtual school. So that number is growing. And when it comes to addressing that inequities, I think that's when socioeconomic data is extremely important. And that's when a lot of the trustees, especially the Scarborough trustees, um, as you may know, we have two other Thomas trustees, Parthi Kandavil and Anushish Kandaraja, as well as other uh, Scarborough trustees that have a very strong voice in in championing for Scarborough. And that's something I'm very proud of. Um, so when we look at uh, the the remote school, the virtual school, it's the four virtual schools are across Toronto. So if if you have uh, based on where you are, you are alloc- you are divided into a learning center. So there are four uh, learning centers in at the TDSB. And Scarborough uh, predominantly fits into Learning Center 3. If you are in Scarborough Aging Court, then you would be, I think, in Learning Center 2. But other than that, all of you are would be in Learning Center 3. And if you look at the data, most of um, Learning Center 3, that's where the big chunk of the virtual school learners are from Learning Center 3. So that means a lot of Scarborough is enrolled um, in virtual school and not in remote learning. And further, um, in the last few weeks, we've gotten, uh, our staff have analyzed and looked at uh, the students that make up that number. And they're finding that parent education, so so from grade three to grade 12, if parents have less education, they're choosing virtual schools. So the higher the education the parents have, then they're opting for in-person. Between grade three and two, the lower the socioeconomic status, then families are choosing virtual school interesting that's that's actually, very yeah i think a lot of us are very surprised by that that's something that i think we, we touched base a little bit earlier as well too so we're trying to do an, an initiative with their show and we're trying to create this uh, thing where we're raising, raising funds for you know people who need it for internet services for these kids to access school mm-hmm. i mean like what, what do you think that that is like what, what why is it that these uh these families are choosing to put their kids into virtual school whereas the higher education level like quote unquote they they, they go into the in-person school. Do you guys know what that is or is it just something that you guys are just shocked at and don't understand what's going on? Let me throw you one more stat. So when you look at racial ethno, um, you know, stats, most South Asian and East Asian families are choosing virtual schools. So this is what, how Mm. shocking it is. 35% of South Asian families are choosing virtual schools. 36% of white families are choosing in-person do you think this is like a like a, a, a no masker masker like type of situation going on where like the, the, the obviously the racialized families are more um, fearful of like I guess what's going on and that that's why they're opting for virtual school maybe that's that's what it is even if they don't have the ability to you know teach their kids properly through virtual school means or maybe even like have access sometimes 
I think also there's a different factors that are going into place. I think when you look at South Asian families, think of our own families, right? We're multi-generational. Maybe we have grandma at home. Maybe there's another family member at home that have underlying health issues. So they're worried about, you know, it, my child may become exposed to someone and then bring it home. Or maybe mom and dad are working multiple shift work and they're already exposed to something and they don't want to make it worse. There's so many different reasons that can go into it. And to be honest, I was actually very shocked to see some of the stats because I would have assumed that given our families' um, situations, right, the kind of work most of our families do, that they would be opting for in-person. But the answer is that the data is telling us the exact opposite. So it definitely is um, something of a shock, but I think it has to do with you know, that fear that a lot of families have when they hear about COVID-19, like we know at home when we talk about it, our, our parents do get quite nervous about it. Absolutely. It could be that. It could be the multi-generational factor that we, they have mom and dad at home. Yeah. And it could be the fact that they're already exposed to it, that they want to reduce the spread. And maybe some levels of social pressures as well, right? I guess Yeah. Um, other families, maybe other families similar to them opting for this virtual learning they don't want to be different from everybody else they all go for the virtual learning for that point too right so mm -hmm. that is a huge one um over the summer so many families so many aunties would call me and say you know i want to do this but you know like you know that 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 way that we talk with one another it's we're such a close-knit community where we often do ask each other for our opinions but sometimes i worry that that uh, that opinion of others may yes. weigh in on a on a choice yes, and yes, what yes. i tell families is don't look about anyone else or think about anyone else what is your child's learning ability and go with that exactly 100%, yeah. exactly and and everyone's situation is different you know yes, so, yes so obviously like with this being said right i think uh like just to bring it back to what you said earlier when you were talking about the whole school board trustee growing up you know your parents not reaching out so that's obviously a big thing too, right? Like just going off based off what you know, Kamalanti next door is saying and doing with her kids yeah. is not a it's not a good idea because sometimes it might not be the best case scenario for your kids' education, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that alone strikes a perfect uh, conversation of like people should be reaching out to you as you are their elected official for these kind of situations as well too, right? So w how could families get in touch with you if someone wanted to, you know, clarify what's going on or get a better understanding of? You know what they should do or maybe some sort of guidance right what, what's what's the best channels to reach you Yalini? they should uh, they can definitely email uh, email me or give me a call uh, and also what the what i also want to add is while having a relationship with me is, is great i'm here for it one important thing that i think Tamil families in particular need to work on is having a good relationship with their principals and their teachers i mm. think this is a thing that comes from you know back home we didn't have the best relationship with government right we didn't it wasn't something where we could you know, easily work with or, or have a healthy relationship with right. since we were denied those spaces. So I think once they, our families came here, they kind of had that, that nervousness or the hesitation to approach right. uh, authority or, or people in those positions. And I find that a lot of Tamil families will not approach a principal unless it's a very severe situation. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, it's healthy to be in contact with the teacher and be in contact with the principal. See how you can work on parent engagement. It's not enough to just show up when maybe a son or daughter is in trouble and it needs to work on something at the principal's office, right? We need to work before that to prevent those things from happening. We can see it with our youth, right? Throughout the years, many of our youth have been disengaged and it's not just on the school to figure out um, why they were disengaged, but also how can as families, how can we support these students better? What other communities, can we, organizations can we bring in to support these kids? So I think those are also very important too. Okay. Um, so I would encourage families to have a, a, a reach, have a good relationship with um, their schools, especially at a time like this. 
Fair, fair, fair enough. Which is which is great advice, and I think uh, if that route doesn't go well and you got to escalate, I think that's when we would be reaching out to you. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly the protocol, and okay. I, and we also had to bring it back to to data, right? Look at schools and virtual schools. We have families from lower socioeconomic status. We have families, racialized families, in virtual schools. So at a time like this, during a pandemic, when resources are scarce, we need families to be in contact with their schools so they can hear what their needs are and then and if that doesn't isn't working then come to us come to your trustees come to me and that way we hear what your needs are and we can be your advocate at the board level 100 percent. well y'all we really appreciate your time and we appreciate you telling us the rundown of what's going on right now uh in the gta and in the in the schools uh within the scarborough north region um it was def- definitely very insightful and i think we learned a lot super insightful so we really do appreciate your time <laughs> Uh, and uh, we wish you all the best and good luck on uh, on all your future endeavors and working through COVID with all these students. Absolutely, and I think we should we will probably do for a part two. Let's see how things go out. And obviously, everything's a little you know interesting right now. We should definitely touch base soon. Once again, on it's been an honor. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Appreciate the time. Show. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Yalni Rajakula Singham representing TDSP Ward Twenty One. Of course, we brought her on because we have. A couple things in the works, and we've been talking about this for a few weeks now, if y'all been listening. There's a huge project coming up by the After Hours show starting next week. We're going to actually have a three-hour show running from 9 p.m. to midnight. The show is going to be called What's the Wi-Fi? And it's a fundraising campaign to raise funds for students and communities uh, of lower income, places like, uh, you know, Scarborough, places like Jane and Finch, uh, places like Guildwood that are impacted the most. Don't forget uh, Malvern. And Malvern. Yeah, Scarborough falls to the Scarborough. <laughs> exactly, you know, and uh, and need access to such services and devices. So we're going to be putting that together. There's going to be a GoFundMe page that's actually going to be running starting tonight. So you can get in your cash early if you want to and you want to put in your donations. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to have that running uh, as of tonight on Friday. And that's going to be up and running until midnight next Friday. So you can get in now. The link is in our bio. Check it out at After Hours 1027 or at 3D Sound. I'll throw it on to the Spotify page as well. So 3D Spotify page, the link will be there as well. 100%. Check Sounds it out. Good. And then again, next week, that's three hours. It's just nonstop hits. And man, I'm telling you. This lineup is elite, elite, elite. You do not want to miss it. Yeah. Yo, I low-key want to give away some of these names right now, but nah, let's, nah, let's, nah. Just, let's, let's just see, let's see. Let's, let's see. If, if you're planning on having a Halloween party, I mean, to uh, according to social distance standards that the government <laughs> yeah. has laid out with loaning like disclaimer. five people and not too many other <laughs> people, disclaimer. you're going to have a lit night. <laughs> Yo, trust. <laughs> Three hours, nonstop bangers. Bangers. That's right. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's right in time for Halloween. It's going to be on the 30th, the night before Halloween. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> still not getting it, man. Yeah, still got not it, I got it. it. No, you don't. Anyone who heard that will know what yeah, that sounded, is. sounded like a piccolo flute. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, know, you try to do like the the white ranger flute or green ranger flute, but oh, green, green ranger. Don't ranger even talk, don't even get me started about the green ranger. <laughs> <laughs> we got some shots to fire on that one. <laughs> Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's what's the Wi-Fi next week, Friday, October the thirtieth. Keep checked, and we'll keep you posted. Uh, it's gonna be a big night. It's Halloween big is night. gonna be lit. It's going to be a bunch of bangers. And for a good cause, too. It is for a very good cause, 100%. And uh, we're going to be putting some more information up on our page uh, if you want to keep informed yourself and check us out. And shout out to all the DJs who have actually signed off on this and will be participating as well. It's a big big, big shout out to everyone who's uh, supporting this cause, man. Because, like, it started from one picture that we've seen online, like Mm -hmm. a meme, and then... This is this is something that's needed. I mean, it's something that we would have overlooked. I think if it wasn't for for seeing that, I don't think we would be here where we are. So, like, even the fact that we were we were able to reach out to other DJs in the in the community and told them what we're trying to do, 
and they're on board with it, big shout outs, man. Because like this is something that is, I mean, it's 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 a small skill, and I think there's a lot more work to do. But at least we're bringing some attention to much needed uh, situations, you know. And like, it's just it's it's a great thing, man. And yeah. I, I'm very appreciative of all, all DJs who've actually signed up on this. It's good to 100%. do it together as a community. Uh, facts, yeah, big right. facts. They're mans, and they're coming up, and they're gonna kill it next week. And speaking of mans coming up. You know what that means? <laughs> Man's on the rise. <laughs> Man's on the rise, ladies and gentlemen. Man's this is the, the part rise. of the show where we're going to show you two of the hottest tracks out right now with two local artists from around the Tamil community. Doing Man, we got two. Thanks. Doing big thanks for real. Big we got thanks. two really, really, really wicked tracks for y'all tonight. Yeah. The first track comes by uh, a girl named Luxmi, who's out of Toronto. Uh, this is a cover to the track Boomy Boomy from the movie Chaka Chav and the Vanam. It's a cover. It is. And yeah. I, I actually prefer but this version a little bit. This this so I like this boomy song. Boomy Boomy is is a it's a it's a vibe. It's a very mellow, low key. Mm-hmm. Yo, this this should have been in the movie, in my personal yo, opinion. Yo, 100%. I think uh, she's actually done some movie tracks before. Cypher, am I right? Yeah, that's right. She yes. worked with uh, D. Iman yeah. for a big Shout track for uh, Bogan. Wow. Mm. And uh, she was chosen due, due to her unique voice. She had a voice like nobody else. And, of course, she's straight from here, Toronto. Uh, Sendura, that was the, the song that uh, yeah. you guys remember. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. That, I actually didn't know that until yeah. till I got to the studio tonight. So shout out to, shout out to you guys for yeah. And that's like, a big, like a, a big w- woman empowerment uh, uh, song as well. Mm-hmm. As well, if you see the, the music video, okay. Hansika. It's okay. the, the whole music video is around Hansika. So she basically gave the voice for Hansika in that uh, music video there. That's crazy. Well, that's interesting yeah. interesting fact. That's big things. That's right. We big got up, the woman on the rise. Big, big up. Rise. Uh, that's right. But big up talent in, uh, in Toronto. Luxme, this track is Boomy Boomy. Set at the Loft of Maine. That's right. Well. Yeah. This video is actually shot inside Loft of Maine. Shout hey. out Loft of Maine. If y'all looking hey. for a venue to throw a party in yeah. the Scarborough area, yo, definitely hit them up. The boys at Ronnie Deventicor are killing it out there. It's a beautiful space. Uh, definitely COVID friendly if you want to go throw out a COVID party out there while, while practicing social distancing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, those, <laughs> those boys got their things in check, man. They have right rules. Everything's in place for okay. them. So, yeah. That's right. So okay. once again, this is Boomy Boomy by Luxme. Cypher, hit us.
this is why this version of the track is so much more of my favorite, just because it's like so much more upbeat, you know? It's sort of slap, just vibes, bro. I love the song vibes. already, and she took it to another level. This yeah. rendition was absolutely fire. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and yo, to, fire. to what Cypher said before, yo, Demon hit her on the point when he said she has a unique voice because that's, that's super unique yeah. that's super unique and it's wow it's man that of. cover is fuego yeah <laughs> yo for sure this girl's going places that's what for she, sure she, with the first track already going up there and the second track now she's man, already gone she's already gone places you know yeah. she's going further like, yeah, yeah, and this song was actually top. released by sony music south too so it's oh, an official she's got the links she's got the connect it's the official you know i got that stamp once again that was luxmi with boomy boomy check her out on instagram at luxmi music L-U-K-S-I-M-I music. Once again, that was Boomy Boomy. The second track we got for y'all, it's another banger. It's coming out of the UK. This one coming out of London. Uh, we got a young boy by the name of Bread Boy. That's with two Y's. Bread Boy. Bread Boy, okay. Bread boy getting that money. Like scared the bag alert. Pan Purian. Pan Purian. Yeah. It's literally, literally, if you're looking for a direct translation. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Not Rose Pan Ruby. Don't get it twisted. Nah, don't get it twisted. It's Bread Boy from the UK. In that's it. right. Pan Purian. That's a sick name still. Yo, can't Pan Purian is a fire, <laughs> yeah, fire That's a fire name. name. <laughs> Maybe you start spitting in some Tamil. That's the name he's going to go with. Fair enough. If you have a translation, <laughs> that might be it. But Bread Boy is also, you know, he's man's man stacking, you know? Yo, for stacking real. Stacking the pounds in it. He is. And this this <laughs> song that's that's actually coming out. Let's <laughs> get <it> in it. <laughs> this song that came out, uh, it's actually available on YouTube. It got launched by Link Up TV. Yeah. And Link Up, uh, yo, for real. If y'all don't know what Link Up TV is, Link Up TV is actually a huge music promotional platform based in London. They got over like 2 million subscribers on YouTube. So this is a huge Even fan a huge base. platform. Even Drake's huge. been on Link Up. Oh, yeah. Drake's yeah, been on Link Up. Yeah, Drake has if a freestyle know, on If y'all know Charlie Sloth and all of them you know link yeah, up yeah. tv for sure and uh town boys being on on the show and uh, 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 and representing uh 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 engam tamalan engam tamalan drop that yo <laughs> this is for real. but don't forget this is bread boy featuring sam featuring oh, sam, boy, sam mr repeat offender <laughs> on this the man's on the like rise a triple offense yeah, triple yeah. offense so we got to like yeah. lock up sam <laughs> he's been hitting us with sam, one too many hits Sam's so, just you know? beating the speakers up you know yeah so without further ado this is i want you featured on link up tv brought to you by the boy bread boy Featuring Sam. Here we go. Link up, mate. Whenever you're stressing, baby, I'm all for you. Oh, oh. 
We can take it anywhere, me and you, we should find it Deep texting and deep loving, ayy Baby, you wanna be something, ooh I'm so cold, sitting through a summer Got my heart on froze, yeah What's it gonna be? Cause shawty, I can name a million ways That you want in a million, babe So shawty, tell me what you gonna say If I want you Tell me, are you gonna stay true? Cause baby, I ain't tryna get used Fit into my shoes Please don't go breaking on my heart, girl If I'm giving it all to you All I chase led to loving I never faced all those discussions You got me all in falling for you And it's all cause I want you What you know about Bread Boy? That's a vibe. Mm-hmm. What you know about Bread Boy? Yo, man's are super. Finessing the styles, you know, these just they, they they come in with that like they're super talented is what what it is. Super you know? flames, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, super man. Flames. Versatility is just there. Like you gotta like even even Sam Sam being a repeat offender, being on our show before with the other man's on the rise segments, right? Like every single track, he's delivering something new. You know, it's not the same sound again and again. I feel like that's that's like a downfall for a lot of artists, right? The bread boy with the vocals. Man, super smooth out real, here, eh? Real, man. I'm telling you, these London cats are killing it out here. Yeah. The versatility is is what is, like, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. game-changing factor here, right? It's getting them seen, right? If they're on, like, LinkUp TV Link and, like, TV, platforms yeah. like that, they're obviously mm-hmm. doing the right things. That's and right. That, that's putting out... Was, looks like it was just released a couple of days ago. It's already starting to pick up real quick. Yeah, real exactly. Quick. Yeah. That's right. It's fresh. Fresh it's off fresh. the press. It's fresh off the oven. Both tracks. Red Boy popping fresh <laughs> Both the tracks oven. tonight. Yeah, both fresh. Tracks. That's right. That's right. Even, uh, even the Boomik uh, rendition only came out le- yesterday yesterday morning, I believe, is when Luxley put it out. Mm. Exactly. It's and like it. when you take out the fresh, you know, roll spawn out of the... Yeah, yeah. The, it's the, crispy, the you know? You know yeah, it's crispy take. Best kind of bread you fresh can have. Fresh And we got, the, we got, the, we got our, uh, we got our you know, uh, neighborhood uh, visual inspector in the building today, and he saw the video as it was playing Bread Boy, and he's like, he liked the uh, camera effects and everything. <laughs> Mr. Jet Jet in the building. Yo, once again, that was Bread Boy featuring Sam. I want you on YouTube on the Link Up TV page. Check it out. Check him out. Check him out on Instagram too. That's Bread Boy with two Y's dot official. And you already know Sam N X I R E. He's been on here one too many times. Once again, that was a Man's on a Rise segment, the part of the show where we recognize two local artists and two of the hottest tracks in the city right now. If y'all want a song to be featured, please do send us a DM. Yes, yes. At the After Hours page at After Hours 1027 or at 3D Sound ENT. And we'll be sure to put you on. And if you don't have a song to send and you're not making music, just go to our Spotify. Check the Man's Man's on the Rise playlist. That's right. Check out the playlist, the Man's on the Rise. Sing along to it, you know? Yo, that's like seven hours plus, man. I've been spending hours and hours loading up. But, man, I'm telling you, there's some heat on there. If you want to find some local Thumbel talent, some solid music. Check it out. The link Jeez. is in our bio. Seven tell hours. Me, tell huh? me about that seven hours. I flew somewhere and flew back. Still couldn't finish that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Like, what, do you, what do you want to vacate eh? when we, we yeah, were back here working? About, let's not talk about where I was. We're out here. Where'd you go? No. I'm curious. No. I thought I knew, but. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm like. Now I want to know. We're not going to talk about that because yeah, then you're going to calculate, you know, how long the flight was and I, things of that sort. We're going to go that. Just know that it was less than seven hours altogether because we couldn't finish that playlist. Yo, say there's going to be a Netflix documentary, original documentary about where Cypher was. Where Cypher was. <laughs> and yeah. it's gonna be calculated through pictures, doorknobs. Hey, yo, like, th- let's talk about let's talk about Netflix documentaries for a second Bro, here. Like, you, yo, we got Prodigy in the building. Mm-hmm. This man has a Netflix membership that he probably pays, you know, with his hard-earned money, fourteen ninety nine, I think, a month. <laughs> Absolutely. So because yes. of that. This guy is on a mission to watch every single documentary. I swear, Prodigy's in the building just tell me, "Yo, this documentary is sick." I'm this telling you, Netflix sick. original series docu series, something are else, man. Crazy. Something else. They're actually some. They're built. So, I mean, they're produced yeah. so well. They're narrated so yeah. well. Like they summarize everything so freaking well. Like it's <laughs> amazing. Like yo, I'm I, telling you, my beef with that is I think Netflix puts out so much content that like you see the good stuff, but there's also yo, probably a bunch of garbage facts. out there too. You know, yeah, like, for sure. It's just like a bunch of this Netflix is- garbage that no one no one sees and they just kind of quick take it down quick because they know no one's watching this. Yeah. So. Which is crazy because this is what yeah. we're talking about right now. Because when you go log into Netflix today and well, maybe tomorrow, so you or check it right now if you're there. The first thing that pops up is the damn David Letterman's <laughs> Kim Kardashian interview, and like yeah. I, that's what I was. Letterman's seeing. a G though. L- Letterman is a G. Don't get with me wrong, but, the, but yeah. come on, Car- I, I don't want to see Kim Kardashian. I seen it yesterday with uh, Chappelle on the Letterman. So like, it's Letterman oh, it is what they're pushing right okay, now. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Letterman is actually orig- Netflix original right now too. Because the is. show only it comes. Is, in. Yeah. Speaking about original series on uh, on streaming platforms, y'all know about Borat two that dropped today. Amazon Prime, it, did it right? drop today? It yeah, dropped it today, Friday night. It and only on Amazon Prime. And only Amazon on Amazon Prime. Prime. That's right. I didn't get a chance to check it out just yet, but man, as soon as the show is done, that's the first thing I'm doing when <laughs> I get home. The promotion's been real. It, Yo, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. You Even see, Drake uh, co-signed it too. Drake, yeah, yeah. Drake is like, um, this was hilarious. You see the, the float? The, the floaty, yeah. float outside Downtown Toronto? Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see that. It was <laughs> He's like, nice. <laughs> He's nice. But like, let's see. I mean, you know what I'm curious about though? Because when the first Borats were coming out, the comedy was a little different. You guys know how things are now, right? Yeah. Things, certain but things. Can Borat be said. was ahead of its time, even then. Yeah. Though. When you think yeah. about, 100%. Yeah. I think it was very much like, ahead of its time. The, the comedy there was like not appreciated for the most part. What even, do you mean? Like, well, t- 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 it was very sensitive and like extreme topics that a lot of people who enjoy the movie really enjoyed it. But there's a lot of people who had a lot of hate for this movie as well. Yeah, and I think I think out. that's what he's saying, right? But like, if anything, there's more haters now than ever before because culture, like, social media, it's gonna be jokes. It's gonna be jokes. But I'm here to see it for sure because we'll Sasha Baron Cohen as a comedian, like, people don't understand that he's satiric comedy, right? Yeah. He he pokes on certain topics on purpose. Like in the first Borat movie, okay. he kisses, uh, like. A, a a white man at uh like a rally okay. on his on his mouth okay. in front of like a bunch of other people and he straight out comes out uh like out the gates raged obviously and talking about uh how he's you know um, anti homosexual whatever the case may right, be right, right. and uh, then there's like points where he talks about Jews and he's like he's pointing out uh, flaws there and then people are anti Semitic or whatever the case is so he's picking topics that people won't ever dare to poke fun at but to also show what the uh, realities of underlying society are, right? Are. The underlying issues are. Okay, okay. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. Like, talking about how always white biggest, supremacy still exists, picture, right? Oh, yeah, the big, I see, I see. Being able to poke at things so that smart people comedy. You're saying it's smart comedy. It's 100% smart comedy, and you, you have to be able to interpret that, that way to not get offended yeah, yeah. and to enjoy the laugh, but also to be able to understand the message that he's sending, right? Because the movies, that he, the movies that he does and the people that he's poking fun at, it's not at random. It's right. definitely very selective. It's funny because the second Borat movie... Um, is actually funded by a marketing company, uh, which 
is funding or is a part of the funding for uh, one of the parties that are running for the election currently. Um, they haven't oh, come ooh. on and said if it's a Democratic Party or if it's a Republican oh, Party. No, they haven't announced that. Okay. They haven't announced it just yet. But that being said, it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. Because <laughs> in the movie, Sacha Baron Cohen actually crashes a Trump rally. Yep, uh, he tra- crashes a Mike Pence rally as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the funniest part of all of this, that, and why it's going viral like crazy right now, is uh, Rudy Giuliani, who actually used to be the ex-lawyer of Donald Trump yep. and used to be in the White House. He used to be the mayor, too, as well, of New York. As well. That's, that's right. He, he was the mayor of uh, New York at one point, right, and right. Uh, there was a lot of crop scandals were going on about how Trump access prop- got access to certain properties and certain lands and oh, how he no built way. his towers. So Wouldn't there's be always surprised. been corruption scandals about Rudy Giuliani since time, but... The funniest part of all of this is that uh, he actually gets set up by Borat in this movie. He gets set up with a prostitute in a hotel, and yep. then Borat actually walks in on him with the, with the camera crew and everything. So <laughs> they haven't actually released yeah. footage of it, but there's reviews there's, there's from clips, comedians. There's, there's clips. clips of it, yeah. Yo, yeah. It, I mean, I mean streaming on Amazon Prime, so it's a free movie to watch. Yes. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't have a Prime membership, so if you don't, you're, you're part, lacking. Yeah. And but, if you don't have an Amazon <laughs> Prime membership, yo, come on. It's you're like lacking. Next Amazon day Prime delivery. is the most under, underrated streaming service. It's, a da- it's dangerous. Because you have Amazon that you're using anyway to purchase these things, and this is like a freebie that you're getting on top of that. Amazon is stacked. You would yeah, be surprised. It's like, it, a lot of Tamil movies. You watch Tamil movies? Huge collection. Ooh. Huge collection of Tamil movies. You know me, I'm a big Rajani fan. And they got everything, non-stop yeah? Rajani movies on. on yeah. They got Darbar going on. And the latest one, they got like old movies on, on that as well too. Yeah, They're yeah. killing it. They got but a bunch of movies there. Yeah. While we're on the topic of Tamil movies, let's mm. talk about a topic. Something that happened recently. Serapati? You guys know Serapati? The boy. Vijay Serapati? The boy VS. I know. Vijay say the boy. <laughs> Setup party is new to me. <laughs> BJ setup party, bro. This man, this man should try to come out to do uh, a, a biopic uh, of a. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our donkey of the day is BJ setup party. A chadar. Jets got a Jets got a buddy will gift for you for that one. Yo, we'll send that to you soon. Uh, what's your beef, man? Talk to us. So let's 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 put this up. Mr. BJ setup party dropped a a most a picture. I mean, well, on in, his Instagram, his saying Instagram. he's uh, very proud to be a part of a milestone project, and that milestone project in. Tailed a biopic of uh, one name Murali Mutaya Mutaya Dar Murali Dar. You know, and this guy. Is, so what he is is he's actually a he's actually a Sri Lankan cricketer who um, is happens to be Tamil. But during his uh, during his you know during his tenure of and and the thing is about this man is he's also reached a very high milestone in his playing career. Oh, 100% in a very short time. <clears throat> in a very short time, but he's problematic in the sense that during his whole career and like even in his public presence he's never openly supported town people or like come that came out against it there's actually been interviews where he says that may 2009 was probably one of the happiest moments of his life mm-hmm. yep. and for those of you who do not know that's like the ending scales of the war where a lot of like you know civilians were getting killed uh, schools were getting bombed like actually like one of the darkest periods i think of, of, of tamil tamil history oh, in, in sri lanka um, so this man is obviously super problematic, and we might we might even be able to uh, see if you can pull that up. Gene. Let's just get, run a clip of, of him talking. What uh, he actually says, if you, well, let's run this clip. What he actually says was, <laughs> "My favorite day was 2009." <laughs> My favorite, yeah, Muteya Murali Daran. Let's let's hear this right now one time. Mind me, I also got it because of that. The greatest day I thought is 2009 in my life. I thought in this country, we can go without fear. Again, we got it really recently, another fear. So, most important this election, who is going to give protection to the people of this country? 
So as you can hear from that, straight up, uh, this guy is, uh, I mean, I don't know what his beef is or what his experiences were, but I mean, clearly he was, he was not beneficial and like, he's just not someone who, 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 he's just tumbled by birth, but I mean, he's not tumbled by, by, you know, by how he carries himself. And it sucks too, to see someone who reached such a great height in his professional career, but then not use that platform to, you know, it's super sad. And, And we're not even talking about like, just like. We're Support. not even talking about uh, taking action. We're yeah, talking about raise, raising awareness. Simple as that, right? Yeah. yeah. And in this, so this, uh, what, what he's talking about, uh, he's talking about like a fear, an election. He's essentially the Rajapaksa like, clans. like Saying that there's no puppet. fear in the country. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know what? I think is even more of a bigger problem with him doing this is the fact that uh, people are saying, you know, he's denying that um, certain events happened in Sri Lanka, right? Or genocide happened as a whole. But you're I talking, think you're talking Mokaya, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but Yo, in reality, what he's names, yeah, because of the fly, he's like spitting bars. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is that he's actually more of an enabler than he is really someone who's denying. He's right? definitely enabler, what he's doing. He's 100%. enabling. Uh, people who don't ex- uh, uh, understand what's happening or do ex- understand what's happening and yes. pushing them to a certain direction 100%. when it's obviously not the truth. You know, right? you know what this is. This is like an example. Like let's just use, let's use something current right now. You know, you know the black plight right now in uh, in America. So mm-hmm. it's like there's obviously situations going on. There's videos. We see everything going on, and then like it's like a black person coming out and saying, "Oh, I've never experienced racism in my whole life. Like I, I this this doesn't exist. Everything's okay." And then what happens is then you have the white people who use this person as an example. As look. Look what he's saying. Yep. Everything is fine and dandy. Exactly. So you got to always remember that the experiences of one doesn't always dictate the experiences of others, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what the situation is. So everyone knows how Muteya Murali Dharan is. So it's like a known fact. But Vijay Sethupati now to go and say that he's doing a biopic of him, representing um, um, like, you know, representing this. himself yeah. and proud to do this. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't do you not know what happened and what this guy stands for? Like, you're not an idiot. You should know better than that. And then there's... A, you know, pundits of Vijay Serpati saying that like, yo, this is a, this is not, this is just a movie, it's for entertainment value, there's no um, political involvement. But then we have TJ, Arun Asalam, yep. shout out TJ, He's our guy the, TJ. the child role, right, of Mutaya. That's right. Film. He's yeah. supposed to be the younger version of Mukaya. And then what happened was, this guy actually, he actually, there was approached to do the role of a young Mukaya. And what happened was, see, it's, uh, TJ seen the role, he read the script, and he said the script did have political um, sentiments in it. So there's no way you could do a movie about Sri Lanka yep. and a Sri Lankan cricket player who, who who's Tamil and like not I mean, avoid that topic completely. It just sure. doesn't go, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't happen. Hand hand. Nah, there's yep. no way. And TJ is also half uh, Ila Tamilat and he's half Malaysian. Mm-hmm. So big ups to TJ for he recognizing said, that. He said he um, he spoke to his mom about it and his mom was like, there's no way you're doing this. And he's like, oh, no uh, way. Yeah, he's like, so I'm not doing this. And, and take him. Yeah. Amma knows best, fam. That's the biggest, that's the big key takeaway from here. But taking the fact that TJ is just booming, career just yep, started. Yeah, we talked right. about like two weeks ago, but when Asurin, yep. man, slapped that role. Killed it. Killed it. And he knows better than to like take a role. Just, I mean, he's on the boom, come up man. with his career, bro. Him saying no can effectively maybe hurt his career, but. He's putting him his, his shout like shout out TJ man. His like his like well, his police before anything else. Yeah. Shout out freaking TJ man. Putting out good music, yeah. choosing right roles, that's, yeah. yo, still that's, being humble till this day, man. Sick guy, man. Thank you, sir. Shout out to TJ. And touching base on that, like I just want to give like add on to this. So with this going on, right? Like okay, whatever. Say the buddy did his thing. He did his thing. He came out with it, and then after he backed away from it recently, not and he on said, his own choice. Not on his own choice. Yeah. It's because Mokaya sent him a letter saying you should back away from this for your like for, for your, your career. Career. Yeah. And then what he did is insult injury. He pulled a post up on Instagram saying Nandri Vanakam My that's guy. it 
My no explanation, God. no nothing. None. Yo, Vijay Sarapati, you're a donkey fam. And like, what happens is this also should be a test of our people as well too. Like, we should put this man on watch. And like, we'll see where our people stand with Master coming out. Because you know, Master, the Vijay movie... Yes, has Vijay Sethupathi in it. Yeah, this guy's a villain. villain. That's, That's right. right. So what, what are you gonna do? Like you're gonna still support this man? Because you know, it's crazy. Vijay actually had that movie ready to go for like Diwali of this year. It's yeah. ready to launch this time. It was ready, and now all this nonsense happened, and he's gonna get screwed. But are we gonna sure. see people walk away from this, or are we gonna still see people waiting? No, they're still gonna get other buddy fans coming out riding out for sure. Yeah, regardless of him being in the movie or not. So you know. But my stance in this, at least, is like I think that we can all agree to. Is like you know, think about like think about the man's on the rise segment, right? Like we, our community, especially like. A lot of the mans on the rise that we do put on is Ila Tamilar. Mm-hmm. Like it's our, it's 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 Ilanga Tamils who are coming out banging with these hits. Exactly. So what happens is what we this shows is and TJ for example. You got Lakshmi who we played today for example. Mm-hmm. Like we had the talent. Our community has like ran away from home because of you know for unforeseen circumstances which made us and now we've gone to these new lands and we've boomed developed. And grown into like this force that you cannot deny. Mm-hmm. So what happens is this guy even taking this movie, the Serpadi taking this movie, saying that oh forget about, forget about them. You know we need to as people we need to come together and hit them where it hurts. You're telling me that a domestic like a market outside of India like yeah there's a million of you guys in Tamil Nadu great congratulations but outside. Us not spending Canadian dollars, US dollars, not euros, to. and uh, pounds is not going to hurt your wallet. Mm, Imagine we came together. Sure. Man, and we got these, the talent for that. There's studios. Let's make our own industry. Not even studios. <laughs> like theaters <laughs> theaters in Scarborough, theaters in, in Canada and the US as a whole that pay multi millions to get action for these films. Me, bro. And the, for the most part, at least in Canada, it's yeah. Elitamos that are going to these theaters to watch these uh, who, movies. Of course, 100%. Right. We're the biggest diaspora outside so, of. Of, of, of Sri Lanka like the Tamil biggest diaspora outside of Tamil diaspora outside of uh, India and Sri Lanka is Canada yeah yes. exactly and like you know s- some people say I mean th- the saying is ignorance is bliss right mm-hmm. and some people may say that uh, you know he was unaware of the situation unaware of that particular person's That's uh, yeah. mindset right but here here's where certain things come into play right he actually just recently uh, released a movie on October 2nd okay. it's called Kapi uh, Ranasingam and it's a Tamil movie uh, released on uh, on Amazon as well uh, and it's actually a single movie remake and it's funny because oh, no this, the storyline of that movie is uh, of a father who actually lost his son in the war and his son was actually a member of the Sri Lankan army so it's it's already he already released a movie that speaks to uh Thomas struggle and the sentiment oh. and clearly you know played no part or played no role in actively uh, becoming educated to see if he can uh, avoid uh, you know coming into contact with situations yep. like this so this yeah, is yeah. kind of like strike two it's just oh I didn't one. know that that's technically that's strike one wouldn't have been known until as of lately because it literally just dropped like the movie literally came out on the second Man, that's dropped, last week dropped this guy he just wanted the paycheck yo Vijay Serapati fam if I see you it's a Serapati still Serapati <laughs> and as, as a community we need to come together and figure out and like listen don't get me wrong like the, the the thing is with Tamil movies is for especially for our people like coming leaving our homeland and coming to a new place of uh, like a new country it's like a it's a form of escapism right like our parents and watch it, even as us growing up as kids I think a lot of like the first generation can relate is we grew up with the nineties era man and all these old movies is because like our parents came from uh, their country to a new country and their only form of touching back home to some extent is through movies it's a form of escapism so like it, it might not be something that you can easily forget like let's say the Vijay movie comes up for example. Mm-hmm. 
I got. I mean, I understand this. Vijay fans are there. I'm a Vijay fan. I want. I'm, I'm gonna want to watch it, right? Yeah, what I'm thinking is, though, maybe we should just get together and let's rip it, bro. <laughs> let's just watch it. Let's, let's watch the color DVD, color VCD, fam. You know, yeah, let's it. Where it hurts. yeah you're gonna do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but let me play something for you. Now we're talking about what are we gonna do once like movies are come out. I don't know if you guys know about Vumbu. Vumbu, Vumbu yeah. 2.0. They did a little snippet <laughs> about okay. like people what they're planning on doing after like Vijay say the movies movies come back into theaters. Okay, so okay. Let's listen to that. உங்களுக்கு <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to these Bambu guys. Yeah. Yo, Bambu slapped that. Yo, Yo, that's on point. The voices are hilarious. Yo, I'm out here. I'm out here making like excuses for you guys to like watch and rip the shit. But yo, straight up, set up on that, bro. Set up on that. ஒருத்தாங்க <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as a community this is definitely an insult to spit in our face you know so I think um let's see what we do from here on in you know what I mean I yeah. think that's it's, I think it's like it's it's something that we should use to grow and understand that like yo we do we do have the way we do have the power and like we're, as we get better and like we grow as a community yo they're going to need us so what's your thoughts yeah. about so the movie master let's say it's already been mastered it's already been completed yeah Which probably is, is it is it on uh, Vijay to now go back and recreate or redo this nah. film? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, is it is it the Vijay does something about it cuz your Vijay is made to an Alanga Tamil Tamil, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yep. either Vijay does something about it or master straight to the duster, bro. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's it's hard, man, cuz Sethapathy is actually a G of an actor. He is so dope. Yeah, I'll give him Despite credit, everything yeah. that happened right now, mm-hmm. Absolutely, if you were bro. to ask this question to anybody a month ago, Man, that guy's been steady killing the game, coming out with movies Bro. left, right and center Trust for like me. 3 years straight and it's absolute heat. And for a guy who doesn't even like ride on like oh, I'm a good-looking dude and I'm like I'm just this guy in the movie because I'm like pale, really light yeah, skin yeah. and what are the cases? Yo, he looks like a regular dude from Chennai or a regular He's dude from Jaffna, you know? Absolutely talented. You cannot so take that. So he's so talented. Away. So it's like should they really go back and adjust the movie because that movie's probably gold as it is to be honest Vijay Sethupathi and Vijay on the same fucking screen is probably crazy but I, I don't know but let me let me tell you let me tell you this let me put it this way like the worst part I think the the, the most disheartening part about this whole situation is the fact that Vijay Sethupathi I mean first is you know how like everyone has the ultimate star rock superstar mm. Vijay Sethupathi's like uh th- like st- like name for that the people of you know is Mukul Selvam Mukul Selvam means like people's gold you mm. know what I mean and on top of that too is you got to understand that Vijay Sethupathi is also Tamil You know what I mean? Like a lot of these actors, actors, even the ones, even your favorite is probably not even Tamil, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Rajinikanth is not Tamil. Mm-hmm. Ajit is not Tamil, yep. you know? So some of these big, big actors are not Tamil. So it's like, if one of them did it and they stepped that way, you know this is just some like, no, what is happening, you know? And they don't care. <laughs> But this is, this is straight up a Tamilan 
doing this to Tamil people and there's pictures mm. of Vijay Sethupadi holding a picture of Prabhu Haran and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, this yeah, pandering yeah. nonsense. Yeah, 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 yo, Sethupadi, yeah. hold the Zell. Mokkaya, hold the Zell. Yo, we're going to catch you in the streets soon. Yo. <laughs> Tamils are on the rise, especially Ilanga Tamilers. We, 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 we got the man's on the rise segment to prove it. You know what I mean? TJ, to prove it. You know? Yeah, 100%. Give us a few more years. Old, we got our own Only a matter of time, bro. We're going to yeah, have man, 100%. We won't forget. You know, these are, something that, these are things that happen, but we'll never forget. Long we're talks. deadly people. Long talks on a Friday night. Long talks on a Friday night. We can keep going on on about this yeah but with that that's a wrap ladies and gentlemen this was the after hour show live on east fm 1027 episode 15 this actually wraps up our season one so coming up next season two in a couple weeks from now it's gonna be crazy we actually got a lot of things jam-packed for you guys we're gonna wrap up season one with a banger next week on that three-hour show for what's the wi-fi once again that campaign link is available in the bio now Go on and get your donations in. It'll be running all week long with a bunch of special announcements about all the guest DJs that are coming on and all the great news that are coming out. Yes, yes. Season 2 is going to be lit. We got videos coming out for you guys this time. Yeah. So we're going to be on YouTube. Y'all got to see what's going on in the studio. We got a bunch of special guests coming in. Yo. We got guys from the UK hollering at us on the phone. We got boys from Toronto. We got girls from Toronto. Yeah, yeah. We got it all. No one from Utah, but we know we coming. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Zoop. Yo. That being said. After hours pre-show season one is a ending, the, ending that season with the championship. Serpadi na season. Yo, this is Prodigy. This is Cipher. This is Matt. So we out. We Peace. out.